everything you need to know in order to succeed in marriage. From practical advice to current events, this is the EXO Podcast. Now here's your host, Brent Evans. Welcome to the EXO Podcast, everybody. And welcome everybody on Facebook. This is the first time we've ever pushed the live button for the podcast. We typically record these on Tuesdays, publish them on Thursdays. But we're so excited about the EXO Conference this weekend. We wanted to share the love and what we're doing. Uh, We are completely sold out at the Southlake event. This is in Southlake, Texas. There's uh, Gateway Church here in Southlake that's got 4,000 seats there. We're completely sold out. We've been sold out for a couple of weeks now. We have over 200 people on the waiting list. So for those people who are on the waiting list or for those people who still want to come, we have multiple campuses of Gateway Church that are still open. We have simulcast locations all around the country. There's only two states so far that are not represented in Connecticut and New Hampshire. I'm sorry, guys. But we do have uh, plenty of room at our, our host sites, and they really are all over the place. It's been exciting to see everyone who wants to come to the event. And at the live event, we'll have people from all around the world. We had a couple from South Africa. They, they're coming. They're, they'll be there from all, really, all around the, the world. They're coming to be a part of it. So, so excited about this week. Leading up to the event, we've had special guests every week, uh, starting with Jimmy Evans, my father, and the founder of Marriage Today. He was on the first week of the, of the year. And so far, we've had all of our guests leading up to the event. Today, though, I am so excited. I told these guys they're the grand finale of the guests, the, the lineup at the event. <laughs> Ryan and so, <laughs> Ryan and Frederick, how are y'all? Good. Good. How are you? I always want to refer to you as the fierce marriage couple. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. And we'll I, have, I, have, that. I have a confession. For so long, when I first started following your ministry, I, all I knew was you were the fierce marriage couple. It took me a while to finally <laughs> call you the Fredericks and learn names. But um, I've been following you for quite some time. So many people do. You're very popular on social media. You all have done a great job of building a ministry and the people you reach and, and everything you're doing. That's kind of why we're excited about having you a part of XO is we feel like you all bring a flavor to the event that is so needed. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks yeah. For- and we're, we're excited to go to XO as well. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. It'll be good. Anytime we can get out of the house, it's all good. So. <laughs> yeah. We share the same situation with you all have kids and uh, you're yeah. traveling by yourself. So it's a vacation within a vacation. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's like a Valentine's Day weekend yeah. here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can't get any better. We're good. So I definitely want y'all to tease just a little bit what you're going to be bringing to the conference. So y'all are speaking. There's a big lineup of people. Y'all are yeah. right in the middle of all the action. Well, it's funny because once we got the email and we talked to you on the phone yeah. to kind of gear up for the session, we already felt almost immediately God kind of prompting us. So I'll use that that phrase uh, to share about um, essentially, you know, so much of our platform is about transparency and mm-hmm. it's about uh, being uh, just open with each other in terms of just saying, uh, being crystal clear in our communication and not, you know, not having anything to hide and mm-hmm. hiding nothing. Um, and so, you know, someone might, might expect that, but I think one of the biggest uh, things that's transformed us is this idea of family vision. And that sounds a bit, I don't know, to me, it would be unconventional, but we've been mulling it over for the last three years, and we've talked about it on our on a, one of our own podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the idea behind it is basically uh, living intentionally in light right. of the gospel, like because we know Jesus and because we're married underneath this like covenant idea that that God created. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that compel us to live intentionally? Um, it's it's more the why I think behind 
why we're married, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And why, like, why is it worth fighting for right. when it's hard? Right. I think that's the big question we want to we want to answer. Mm-hmm. Is uh, yeah. So what I, are we fighting for in the midst of the the craziness? Why yeah. why is it? What why are we staying fierce through it all? What is what's the glue? Why are we? How are we living? I mean, we could right. so easily just live distracted and purpose purposeless lives. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. This really brings it together for us, this family vision. And we had, at one point we were just, we had all these options to live somewhere, to start planting our roots somewhere. And we just kind of didn't know what to do with ourselves. Right. And we really wanted to live intentional. We knew that there were things that God had put in our hearts. And this, this is where it was all kind of birthed um, as far as like having a vision Go, knowing where we wanted to go because God had just been prompting things mm-hmm. in our hearts. Yeah. And it's so, it's very easy in the marriage sphere, right? Because you, Brent, you spend all your time, you know, talking about marriage <laughs> or working on marriage initiatives, right? And helping people. Uh, and so it's very easy to, to be caught up in, and it's not bad, but to to be caught up in the how, like, how mm-hmm. do we, how do we have a better communication? How do we have a better sex life? How do we have all these like how, you know, give me this five steps. And those blog posts, I got to be, you know, got to be honest. Those blog posts always do really well um, on social media because it's really clear. But right. so much of the how is dependent on the why. Mm-hmm. And well, the why really fuels the how. Exactly. You know, when you get tired so, and not wanting to do do yeah. those things, it's like remembering why we're doing those. Yeah. Really so we say fight for your marriage. Back. We'll, we'll here's how, yeah. right? I think all of XO is about like fighting for your marriage in, der- in various ways. But I think what we're really feel burdened to share is, is, uh, is why is it, mm-hmm. you know, why, why are you fighting for it? Mm-hmm. You know, um, the first conversation so, yeah. we had, uh, Ryan on the phone and Selena, you were on the, that call, but horses, Switzerland, healthcare, <laughs> this was kind of part of your story. I loved it. Yeah. There was a, a lot yeah. of drama and a lot of, you know, just <laughs> connecting in a different place. Unpack that for yeah. our, our audience. Kind of tell them a little bit. It's coming out in a new book called Fierce Marriage. And uh, talk, talk to them about your story. It's a, it's a brilliant story. Well, that's <laughs> – we haven't – you know, it's funny, Brent. But we haven't actually shared that story. Um, oh, okay. You guys are going to be the first. You're the first. No, we, we can share a little no, bit. No, we can, we we can share it. it. Yeah. That's fine. Because we plan on talking about it a little bit. You know, you only gave us 30 minutes, so that's on you. I'm just saying. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, that's fine. We only want 30 minutes. Um, but – and so – because we, we haven't honestly felt – I don't know. The, I don't know what the – how do just I take it? the timing it? of it hasn't really, like, come out. I, we haven't felt the need or the green light yet to yeah. really like kind of divulge it. We didn't really have the context to share it and, and the book. So yeah. you mentioned our new book that's coming out. Um, it comes out in April. Right. It's called Fierce Marriage. It's our first traditionally published book. And we actually take the first two chapters and, mm-hmm. and just unpack that entire story mm-hmm. for people. And essentially that that is the kind of the impetus for us creating a family vision that gave us yeah. uh, we, um, one of the verses we've been studying over is Psalm ninety twelve. It says, teach us to number our days so that we may, may gain a heart of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And that situation in Switzerland, which I now, the, the the listeners are probably like, what are they talking about? <laughs> um, long story short, I almost died. Mm-hmm. And essentially uh, that taught me, that taught us to mm-hmm. number our days. Right. And I think out of like being like literally our number, we numbered our days and it was less than one. Right. <laughs> and, um, and by God's grace, obviously I didn't die. Yeah. Um, but that gave us kind of a heart of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I think from there, that's where this family, the idea of family vision comes from. So, mm-hmm. um, 10 years later, we came yeah. up. <laughs> so it took us a, wisdom doesn't just happen, unfortunately. So, 
but we can share anything. I mean, is there anything specific you want to? Yeah, we're happy to go further. You know, part of the part of the the origin of this ministry was my parents' testimony. Right, they almost divorced. They had a story mm-hmm. to tell, and so many mm-hmm. couples could connect yeah. with it. And I and I felt like when you were sharing your story, Ryan, I was connecting with the story, and it was something that you know, uh, it, you built something through that that I think a lot of people can appreciate, and re- mm-hmm. it resonates mm-hmm. with them. And I think that's what people are looking for: is transparency. You know, to be able to connect with you guys on a greater level. That's why I love the story. But please don't share it now. Yeah, buy the book in April. Oh. Listen to the story on XO Conference. <laughs> no, we're going to share it when we get. No, that's why people should be there when it's part of our talk. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, and, and again, it's, it's yeah. such a. It, there's so many little facets to the story, yeah. um, and so we, you know, it's kind of impossible to do in any any other form besides like the written word. That's why like we keep pushing people to the book because we actually spend a, a good amount of time on it, and it's hopefully entertaining and not just you know this dry like re- re- recantation of yeah. you know, what happened. But we were just talking about it today, and I started crying again. I was like, yeah. I can't do like, this. Fifteen can't years ago, cry like, on crying. stage. I was you can't crying do this. We were talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> so we might cry on stage just cry. so everybody. Yeah. Knows. We need we need bottled water and some and tissues. tissues. Do, y'all, do y'all have a writer? I don't even know if y'all have a writer or not. Is it long? Do you, do you have a long request uh, no, for us? No. We didn't have a writer. I was tempted to put together a really like a really elaborate list of demands just to make someone laugh, <laughs> but I didn't have the time. So. It's okay. We'll no, we we yeah we're excited to share for sure because there was definitely some challenging moments in that, and even afterwards, you know. Oh my word! A yeah, person. Yeah, because you know. For the people listening here, we do apologize for not telling the full story, but essentially we went overseas after graduating from college, uh, had a number of health things happen. I almost died and um, we came face to face with this potential new reality of being, you know, Selena being a widow. It was right before our two year anniversary. It was right before our two year anniversary. And then the fallout of that that event happening um, was a lot of the... I don't know. It was probably one of the driest seasons in our yeah, marriage just yeah. because a lot had happened to me physiologically in terms of mm-hmm. anesthesia and what that did to my, my brain, to be honest. And so I was a big jerk to you. Yeah. <laughs> to put it well, bluntly. and you had some definite like spiritual um, battles that you were facing. Like, yeah. why God, why? For sure. Yeah. You know? It was a lot of reading apologetics and figuring out, you know, how can this happen and how could a good God allow this kind of stuff to happen? Yeah. Some big questions. And yeah, you were kind of a jerk for few years mm. a year or two yeah. I yeah. <laughs> i'll own it yeah but i i'm i'm i was able to <laughs> yeah. i got some fire <laughs> well i've been listening to your podcast and it's great love it very good i like that you're, you. both, you're both on there but one of the things i've appreciated is y'all are always asking each other what are you listening to what's in your hands can you tell our audience about that process that you go through yeah yeah it's called our heart check and we do What's in your hands? What's in your ears? And what's yeah, in your what, heart? Yeah, what voice is in your ears? Sorry, I'm not very articulate. What book is in your hand? What book voice is in, is in your ear? And oh, what's stirring in your heart? Yeah, so we're always kind of asking each yeah. other, you know, what book are you reading? What is God teaching you in that? And it's fun to share with each other. Our podcasts are like our date nights because we, yeah. the kids are not here to kind of interrupt. We get to talk about all things Jesus, all things marriage, things we're reading, things we're listening to. Let me go just out kinda, and have lunch together. And after. we have lunch, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Those are kind of our date days. 
So yeah, yeah we, I mean, it's, it's been great and challenging because it's like, I, I, you always want to bring something new that you're, you're reading and, and that mm-hmm. God's teaching you. Um, and it's helped me want to explore like different podcasts. I'm kind of a creature of habit. I like to stay in certain comfort areas. And so exploring a little bit more um, and learning about what other people are sharing um, in terms of the gospel and marriage and even just womanhood and all of that. Um, and the books are great. We just, you are yeah. flying through different books and learning so much. And then yeah. I like the heart. So the heart, like what is God doing in your heart? You describe that. Even. Yeah. So what is he, you know, as a result of who, what you're reading and what you're listening to, how is God stirring, stirring your heart mm-hmm. um, and moving you to action? You know, because yeah. so many times we can just digest, especially like in the Netflix age, right? Mm-hmm. You just kind of binge read something or binge watch or listen. And you're just like, okay, that's done. And I just read a study of the day where it's like retention is, is, there's no like short term, there's no long term like information retention because we don't, there's a whole bunch of psychological stuff behind it. But uh, the main thing is like when, when the information wasn't accessible at all times, you, you had to, your body was, and your mind was more used to like having to remember stuff. Mm -hmm. And nowadays we just know where to go to get it. Right. We don't actually know the thing. We just know where to go to get the thing. And Google. (laughs) Exactly right. Um, I know no phone numbers anymore. I used to know everybody's phone number. I know like one or two. Yes. And so, and so exactly. the heart check that we do is, is, is kind of our, it's a way of connecting. Okay. So, so what, right? So mm-hmm. you're reading this thing or you're listening to this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, how is that actually affecting you? Right. And, uh, and, and each so, other. And it, it gives us a process. chance. Yeah. Yeah. And it gives me a little window into what God is doing in her, in your mind. Mm-hmm. And then he, and he gives you a window into what God's doing in mine right. and in my heart. And so, yeah, that's been really helpful for mm-hmm. us. Um, very elucidating in terms of like figuring out. Right. Uh, how your brain works and how you work, you know, and vice versa. So, mm-hmm. you, Y'all are very upfront about saying your marriage ministry is really about being gospel-centered. And I feel like that yeah. defines who you are and makes you a little bit different in the marriage space. Can you talk about that a little bit more, about your mission and, and why you do what yeah. you do? Oh, man, are you ready for this? I'm ready for it. <laughs> Bring it. Yes, yes. Uh, I could talk for hours on this alone, but, you know, what else, right? What else? Yeah. You know, as we well, were kind of talking the pre-show stuff, mm-hmm. it's it, or even even just now. Um, well, why? You know, what's why the we point? call it fierce marriage, and why? Yeah, I mean that kind of came. It's we have a fierce tenacity to never give up and never give in. But why do we have that? And I mean, it all boils down to Jesus. And how's it even possible? And yes, mm-hmm. how is it even possible? So when we when we first were starting, I'm interrupting. I'm sorry, okay. but when we first started, long-winded. <laughs> 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 yeah. When we, I told that this is a passionate thing for me. Okay. Um, when we first started Fierce Marriage, we met, we met with a guy. Um, we lived in Southern California at the time. And we met with somebody who was also in marriage ministry. And uh, he's, he was a Christian and, and he was like, wow, you guys are just really like forthcoming about like, Jesus and the gospel. And I was like, well, I don't know how else to do it. I don't know how else to, because when you start talking about marriage, it's all such, it's so much, so intertwined with your heart. Mm-hmm how can you separate the behavior from the belief? And I just, I'm a firm believer that you can't really. And so anytime you want to change a behavior, uh, you can, what I call, and what we talk about is like stapling fruit on a tree, right? Mm. You, you want this to be an apple tree. So you just grab some apples from the store, you staple them to the branches and it lasts, right? And you you hope that it lasts and they might hang there for a few weeks. Eventually they fall off, they rot Um, until you change the root, until you change the belief, the tree is not going to change. Right. And so, Jesus is the foundation right. of, of any marriage that's going to be healthy. Now, 
we get a lot of people on our page in particular on Facebook because people love having opinions on Facebook. Um, they, they will say, you say you have to have Christ, you know, at the center of your marriage, to have a healthy marriage. And my marriage is healthy. And I don't, I mean, I'm an atheist, you know, people will say that. And, you know, my, the only way I can reconcile that is that, you know, God is a, we have a very gracious God. And I think common grace is, is, um, it's uh, ubiquitous, mm-hmm. right? Not just in all, in all walks of life. And so, yeah, you know, it's possible to have a, a, a marriage that, that, that is joyful, mm-hmm. right? But to me, the greatest joy and the greatest ability to experience to that, experience, and yeah. actually deal with the real stuff, right. and actually deal with these, I, these what I call like existential, like questions of marriage. Yeah. Uh, you need a savior. You need Christ. Without him, uh, it's just a matter of time. It's just a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. So, um, good. Yeah. what do you ha- what do you have to say about that, Selena? Oh, do you no, have something I to chime in? I think, sorry, yes. No, I mean... He said, you said you're a long-winded, but she, he's really a long-winded one. <laughs> what you tag he on is, that? he is, no. Um, no, Fierce Marriage, I mean, it was kind of birthed out of, unfortunately, a lot of our, not a lot, but a number of uh, really friendships in our world and people close to us, their marriages, um, ending before the five-year mark and maybe they remarrying mm-hmm. or remarrying twice. And I'm not saying that that is not... Uh, that's a terrible thing. You shouldn't do that because obviously God is a redeemer, restorer. He can rebuild everything. Um, for us to see that, I think so early on in marriage was very disheartening, and it it caused us to to question um, what, why are we still together? Why are we? Well, make, yeah, what, why are we working? Yeah. Even though, like, I want to throw a sandwich at your head. Like, why <laughs> a hot one? I it's did. actually happened. Yeah. Um. Why? Why do we want to make this work? Why do I even want to fight for this anymore? You know. So. I, again, it all comes back to Jesus. It always, mm-hmm. always blows. Yeah. Down. So we just made a commitment early on. I kind of put together this like business plan, right? And I was, you like, tend to approach things with that. Just for Selena, because yes. I had to pitch her because no. I can't do this. Well, you're the, I think you're the CEO, right? <laughs> anyway, so I bring <laughs> you this idea and I'm like, I think God is calling us to start this marriage blog. And you were, of course, on board and, and totally enthusiastic about it. But we made a commitment from that point you always, if someone's going to give us their ear and listen to what we have to say, or mm-hmm. they're going to give us their eyes and read something we've, we've written, then we're going to use that as we're use that well. opportunity yeah. to present the gospel. And marriage is really just an avenue because mm-hmm. um, we're, we're called as followers of Christ to, we're, we're commissioned, right? Yeah. We're in, into the mission. And so uh, we don't want to waste an opportunity if someone's going to let us talk to them. And so that's why Jesus is kind of plastered everywhere. That's um, good. I love it. That's good. Praise God for that. Uh, Hey, we're talking to Ryan and Selena Frederick. Uh, This is the Facebook Live audience out there. And uh, I was thinking about today, you know, we celebrate proposals, engagements, you know, weddings, honeymoons are all celebration. And then we don't celebrate anymore, really, in marriage. Mm -hmm. It seems like after all those celebration points, you know, there's an anniversary that comes up. But really, the EXO conference is hopefully a time for people to celebrate, you know, some of the wins. And I hope that when they walk away from your session they feel like they can take something away from your session and apply it to their marriage and it, and it grows their, their uh, relationship yeah. in a godly way. I think it's going to be fantastic. So yeah, excited about y'all's session. Um, we're going to take some questions from Facebook. Is that good for y'all? Awesome. Yeah, let's do it. Got some time. Okay, uh, Julie says, I have a question. I have, been, I have been married for 17 years and was curious about trust issues regarding coworkers in the workplace. I do not like women being too friendly to my husband is there any something wrong with me being protective of my marriage and my man that's a good question actually we just um we just answered one of those a similar question in our last podcast mm-hmm. and, uh it's so i only say that to 
to let um, let let you know that you're not alone. Right. This is a very common concern that husbands and wives share for various reasons. Um, yeah, that's actually a different angle, uh, being concerned um, on behalf of your husband, right? So uh, our policy, I'll just say this, our policy with the opposite sex is, you know, Windows and doors wide open, no secrets, on, yeah. no conversations happening. I have, you know, because we're self-employed, we have a number of people that kind of work with us and for us. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, one of my main, um, Shannon is, is our account manager for, I won't get into it, but she, there's a lot of, we just don't, I, I don't have meetings with Shannon alone. Um, you know, I very rarely will just text her um, if it's work related. And a lot of times if that's, if something like that's happening, then I will, communicate very extra, you know, extra vigilantly with Selena mm-hmm. about that. Just leave no room for it. Now that's something that I've, I've taken yeah. upon myself. Yeah. Now, if I didn't as, do that willingly, what would you do? Well, and I wife? think that's the question is what's the interaction that you're concerned about? You know, what are you, um, where is this fear coming from? Kind of digging deep into the why, why are you feeling this way? Is he acting differently when he comes home or is he, do you see him at work acting differently if you stop by and have lunch or what, where, what's the root of this, this concern? Because um, maybe there's other issues that aren't quite, that are just coming up in this is one, this is, this is the issue, but it's not the real issue, right? You're, mm. you're, you're dealing with some trust issues. Maybe there's some things that right. maybe God's stirring in your heart and you're, you're, you're afraid of something. And, you know, I, the first step would just be to bring it to your husband too and say, I, I'm not trying to attack you or anything. These are just things that I am feeling. I don't know why I'm feeling them. Can you help me like walk through this? Um, I mean, unless there are some indications of interaction outside of the workplace that seem inappropriate, then that's a whole nother conversation. But I guess I would just, I would encourage you to, to dig deep and also to go to your husband and just have an open conversation, um, you know, and lay that foundation of, I'm, I'm just dealing with some of these things. Can Mm -hmm. you please help me walk through this? It's probably nothing, but I'm having trouble. And he knows you, he knows your past. He knows if you've had, you know, trust broken in big ways. So Mm -hmm. Um, That's good. And my- as, a, as a husband, he clearly also has a role right. to play in that, meaning that he needs to be, um, you know, I think all husbands should be willing to have those hard conversations and make um, adjustments mm-hmm. to assuage your, your worries or your fears and, right. and also to talk to you in a loving way uh, without um, dismissing what mm-hmm. you're feeling. Totally. Um, you said, you know, it's it, one thing she can say is it's not, uh, it's not likely that there's a problem, but you know, I can say I think there's a good chance of it. So anyway, uh, yeah, just be transparent, have good conversations around it. It's good. Good answers. Uh, Julie, I hope you enjoy that answer. Uh, Danita has said here on Facebook, what can you do if you and your husband don't agree on issues related to raising children? For instance, what their sleeping cycle schedule is or other things like that. What happens if you have disagreements with your husband about how to raise the children? Who's giving us the easy ones? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Cause I think you, yeah, gosh, that's really. <laughs> Go ahead. Y'all have young kids. I mean, y'all have conversations yeah, about that. Yeah, no, it's hard. It's We've hard because it's, 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 it feels like it's an indication of priorities, right? Like if the kids are, if you're just trying to like appease, take care of, make sure everything's okay with them, and then you might feel rejected or not a priority, right? You know, in certain ways. And so, why why are you feeling the way that you're feeling, and why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? I think it's good to get those things out there in the clear. And understand that, gosh, it's so hard. There's just these loving boundaries that you have to learn in terms of parenting. And I'm not saying we have that down because yeah. we we're only four years into this. This is weird, though, <laughs> because 
parenting is 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 hard. Kids are little human beings and little souls. They're well, not and just there's like, so many cultural things that are superimposed right. on top of it, right? right? So your kids should sleep like this. They should eat at this time. They should do these things. And it's like, mm, what if these exactly. don't work for my kids? What if they don't right. work for my family? And, and none of it's biblical. And it's all just, it's all cultural, right? And so there's some biblical things in terms of raising kids. That's like raise them up in the way of the Lord, like teach them about Jesus, like all that stuff. Those are non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. Now, everything else, this is where like uh, we call this a non-core issue disagreement, right? right? It's not a core thing. You can you can disagree about it. It can cause some heated arguments. But at the end of the day, like someone can compromise and you'll be fine, right? And so the the, the task in a marriage is to find that area of compromise. Mm-hmm. And part of finding that compromise for us is, is recognizing the cultural things that are being unduly, like they're right. bearing undue weight right. on your marriage. So um, I know for kids, just a quick example, like sleeping, right? So, so some hard. people are like all about co-sleeping. Other people are all about having kids cry it out. Right. Or like not being in your bed or anything like yeah, that. They should always be in their bed by themselves. Right. And that's that's how you raise an adjusted youth. And if you do it the other way, then you're, you know, you're you're in for the it. The evil most evil person on the planet. Right. And people are so like polarizing, right? But neither of those things are discussed at great length in the Bible. Right. Neither of those things are bear any real weight on like <laughs> you know. So it's like you gotta you have to use wisdom, you have to apply insight and you have to um talk through it. Yeah, know um, your kid and know your family and know what works for you guys and know that it's temporary. I mean some of these yeah. issues are they just grow out of them. You mm-hmm. know, there's some stuff is, is hard and um other stuff not so, so much. Yeah, so seeking agreement, knowing that yeah. if it, if you know if, if one wanted you know, if one parent was uh, uh have a different faith and wanted to take them to a different, you know, that would be a non negotiable. Um, but since we're, you know, obviously we agree on our faith right. and if you agree on your faith, then that's, you know, that's a firm foundation that you can talk through everything else. So kids are a blessing, but they are exhausting. It's never. Yeah. Ending. So yes. I feel like whenever Stephanie, my wife and I have unity on something, it makes the job so much easier. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. and, but finding that unity is so challenging because I also think you bring in things from your past, like the way your parents raised you. That's, yep. that's the way you feel like they should be raised. And my, my wife and I are having conversations about public school versus private school yeah. and what that looks like because I went to a private school. She went to a public school. And we're resolving those based, to, based upon what our values are, like what do we want yeah. out of life. And, mm-hmm. uh, and those are hard discussions. But, you know, I, I feel like if you're divided all the time, it just makes the job even more challenging. And mm-hmm. kids, they, they're 24-7. They, they're always looking for yeah. ways to divide you and to tackle you. And, <laughs> yes. They're little sanctifying machines. They yes, are. they are. <laughs> so that's a great discussion on that. Okay, so Misty says here, I brought in baggage from the very beginning when we were dating, and a year later we got married. Because I came from a broken home, I did not validate my husband's role as a father to our children, and that in turn caused resentment to develop. How can we start regaining that trust again? I guess some assurance, um, we all bring baggage into our marriages. <laughs> That's just kind of the nature of human, sinful, broken beings. Um, I, my parents are divorced, so I came from, a, I guess, a broken home. And um, so just rest assured, I guess, Missy, that you are, you're not alone. We all bring baggage into this. Um, you're, you didn't, like, rush into anything. Um, we, I think that... I don't know how we worked through it because you, you've definitely, I, I, we've had some conversations where I yeah, felt like because your dad wasn't in your life. Right. There's things that have been rooted in me that come out in my marriage, you know, like Ryan, why are you yelling at me? And he's like, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just having a firm conversation with you. And there's just, you know, um, 
why aren't you? I don't know. I it's I'm not. I don't resent you. I I'm just so grateful for the dad that you are right. to our kids. Um, so dealing with resentment and that, I you know I I would encourage. It depends on how 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 the resentment works itself out. Yeah. Right? So yeah. for you, you were pretty well like uh, you your dad. Um, your mom got divorced when you were pretty young. You were oh, I was eight. Eight, relatively young. I mean, yeah. that's I guess that's like that. I don't know. Is there a, a too young of an right, age, right? right. Um, and so, but you were able to compartmentalize it in a way that is almost like we've had to talk through a lot of that because you never really dealt with it. And so, right. we're in fifteen our fifteenth year of marriage, and mm-hmm. we're still talking still about like how it, has right. that created gaps right. in our understanding of what it means to love and. and- uh, God is so good and gracious too to fill in those gaps. Like, yeah, you feel like you want to start over, but I think the best place to go is just is just go. You know, start where you are. You know, and go where the fire is. If you're if you're feeling like you know I'm I'm resenting my husband and I'm or I'm not able to um, say how grateful I am to him. Um, why? Why can't you? Why? Why are you saying that? Why is that a, tr- a struggle for you? Right. Um, how can you resolve this? And maybe resolving it is saying one thing a day that you're grateful to him for. Um, maybe it is going to counseling and and dealing yeah. with some of these things. You know, we, we all are broken. We all are bringing these things into our marriage, and um, it just kind of all depends, I think, on where you want to mm-hmm. you want to start. And it's it's okay to struggle where you're at. It's okay to. You, we don't have a perfect marriage. Like nobody does. So I guess rest assured that we're all broken. We're yeah. all coming into this. Um, I think it, and, start where you are and communicate and through communicate, it. Yeah. So, uh, communication will almost always get to the bottom of it. Right. If yeah. you were just able to talk about it, the reason why you need a counselor, godly counsel is to, some, for someone to help you as a, like to actually reveal some of the stuff that's happening because mm-hmm. you both may not understand when you're what's in it, happening. You can't always see it. Yeah, absolutely. And so, it, yeah, it always comes down to that and certainly get help if if you feel like you need it, but it starts by just having a candid conversation. Yeah. yeah. Does that answer all the questions? I'm not sure I heard the last part. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's good. I, I, I think y'all really did um, talk through that answer very well. Tim Ross was on the podcast a couple weeks ago and he said two, he said people need two things, a good counselor and a good massage therapist. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that most people need, need to talk through these things. And, I, and I, I'm yeah. assuming that this woman uh, may have Maybe something that's maybe too much for her husband to handle. She needs to have a good counselor or pastor in her life to kind mm-hmm. of walk her through Absolutely. some healing so yeah. that she can uh, approach her husband with things that are, are in a healthy way. You know how it is. Whenever you're fighting, yes. some all that mess comes back up. You're just kind of regurgitating yeah. Yeah. all these old things. And you're wanting to break that cycle. And you're wanting your husband to feel like he can trust you in an environment where you're not right. going to be like a porcupine every time there's a fight right. and pull out the, yeah. uh, the switchblade. Okay. Um, okay. This is a good question for y'all. This is the last question. Um, and I feel like in the season that we're in, I want to hear your answer on this with kids and with the, you know, uh, we talked about them always kind of needing our attention. How do you keep the passion and intimacy alive? How are, how are you guys investing in that in your own marriage to, you know, really keep it going? Um, We bought a cage with really thick locks. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. Can um, you send me the link to that one? Yeah. <laughs> I'll go send you an Amazon link. <laughs> um, when we had one and she was young and at that right age where she could watch a TV show for like 15, 20 minutes, <laughs> we took those yeah. opportunities. We knew she was safe. She was less than 10 feet away, but a door was closed, of course. <laughs> um, so I, th- I feel like you have to get a little more creative when you have young kids in the house right. because they are just 
they will kill themselves probably yeah, <laughs> get into yeah. hurt and they'll get into, into stuff without you. Well, so yeah. you have to make sure they're safe. Um, we keeping the passion. I mean, we, we have a frequency that we try to hit. Yeah. So it's being very intentional know? about, yeah. uh, about what healthy intimacy looks like for you yeah. um, in your marriage. For us, we've discussed a healthy frequency. Um, mm-hmm. We have some blog posts on this on our website, but we, we've, uh, we've kind of settled on Two, every two to three days, mm-hmm. two to three, four days is kind of like about right for us just to stay connected. And um, and so we kind of, we both know when our opportunities are going to kind of fall within that mm-hmm. that rhythm. And then, uh, and then we've, uh, you know, then it's just a matter of finding those opportunities. Right. right? And so part of it though, so there's, and this could be a whole different podcast episode in <laughs> itself, but when it comes to intimacy, right, you have different modes of intimacy or different attitudes toward it, right? So you have what we would call like the freight train, Freight train sex, which is like takes a long time to get going, but it takes a long time to slow down, right? <laughs> and you have like the sports car, it's like A to B as fast as possible, done. You know, you're everything, you know, it's all fast and easy. Put it that way. <laughs> Those are good analogies. I got it. Picture perfect. <laughs> it's quality, okay. not quantity. Yeah. Right. So, but because when you have kids, you can just fall into the, to the, the habit of just always doing the sports car thing, right? right? Where it's just, and you lose the sense like, oh, wow, this is supposed to be an adventure. Right. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed yeah. to be something that that builds intimacy and mm-hmm. it's supposed to be interesting Ignite the passion and yeah. yeah and so we've recently because mm-hmm. we went through we have these um this isn't supposed to be a plug so i'm sorry but we went through our <laughs> books called the 31 day pursuit challenge yeah. we went through those with our fierce marriage community yeah and i learned that one of the ways that or you i guess you learned one of the ways that you can show love on kind of a monthly basis and then we intimacy is happening regularly but monthly we want to have time to actually let things happen Right. right. We want to give ourselves like enough breathing room, so mm-hmm. to speak. And so what that means for us is um, we have a, a babysitter kind of on call. Mm-hmm. And at least once a month, we're going to um, schedule Send at least them to the grandparents some, house yeah. or, yeah. you know, get the kids out of the house and be creative and strategic and um, be intentional about that. And I light think. a candle, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, have a little bit of romance in <laughs> yes. there, you know. Um, yes. And then, yeah. So. Anyway, to answer that question, it's it's very easy just to fall into that rhythm of like, okay, we did it, done, check it off the list. But right. um, one of the ways we've explored to really keep the passion and not just the functional yeah. aspect of it alive is to actually create, um, just know that you both create are on the same page about making that happen. Yeah, yeah. and be so, intentional and good. delighting in that. So yeah. yeah, Great answers, guys. You knocked them out of the park. <laughs> oh, good. We passed the test. Oh, good. The test. <laughs> we We're can still, still come. <laughs> you, you still have, yes, you still have your plane tickets. We didn't cancel them. <laughs> No, you're, we're so excited about having you here. I do want to. You're fine with plugging the book. I think those are those are excellent resources for everyone. Uh, they can find you at fiercemarriage.com. Follow you on social at Fierce Marriage. Uh, anything else that we can give our audience to kind of help connect with you? Um, yeah, you know we have our podcast. Mm-hmm. So if you just go to fiercemarriage.com/podcast, uh, you'll you'll find all the links there. Um, that's kind of our steady flow of content right now. Um, mm-hmm. Our blog is going to be more writing in the coming months but most of the recent stuff has been just through the podcast right and you can um, write in questions you can call we have voicemails yeah. um we're on instagram mm-hmm. uh, which i think a lot of people enjoy we do have a number of books available uh, if you go to our yeah and if you're a husband or a wife and you're looking for a real like more in-depth conversation that's specific to husbands and specific to wives search facebook for we have two private groups or they're closed groups Fierce Husbands and Fierce Wives. And uh, you can just search Facebook for those. And there's a lot of really quality interaction happening there. Um, 
but yeah, and we do have, like you mentioned, this is the big thing. We're not, yeah, we have our big book coming out in about three months and or two months now. Holy cow. <laughs> Flying by, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, but we're going to be talking about that a lot more in the coming weeks and months. Uh, in fact, you want us to shut up about it. So, <laughs> well, we'll say for now, it's called Fierce Marriage. You can pre order it. And there's some pre order. Uh, is that you doing the guitar riff on the uh, podcast in the beginning? <laughs> it's great. Yeah, no. It's great open. <laughs> it's very catchy. Thank you. So, no, great. Thanks for being a part of this today. It's been such a, a treat to have you on here. I look forward to seeing yeah. you live in person uh, Friday. And I know yes. you have some friends that are coming to the, I don't know, the, the Willises. Do you all know Dave and Ashley Willis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know Dave and Ashley, not in person. Jeff Bethke, um, he's going to be there. He's actually, he was a friend of ours before uh, any of the, you know, his stuff happened. Um, <laughs> he just kind of blew up. He's a, a Pacific Northwesterner as yeah, well. Yeah, he, he's, from, he's from our hometown and we, we knew him. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward, hopefully, to connect with him. He's kind of hard to pin down. But um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah. And I think there's a few others that, um, yeah, a few other people we, we know a little shows. bit. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be awesome. I'll probably grab you all to do a live podcast at the event so people can see you there live and get a, yeah. a glimpse into your session a little bit more. It's going to be awesome. Okay, well, also go to exomarriage.com. Look for a host site if you can't uh, make it to the live event. That's okay. We uh, we want to see a host site. Uh, the Fredericks will be there live. You'll be able to see their session if you're a part of the event. Hope you do check that out. Also, subscribe to our feed as well. exomarriage.com forward slash podcast. Tell your friends. Thank you, Facebook Live audience. I hope you've enjoyed it. We will see you this weekend. Exo Marriage Conference 2018 will be live all throughout the week there. Jimmy Evans, Miles McPherson, Craig Rochelle, the Fredericks, of course. And we'll see you soon this weekend. Thanks, everyone.